Welcome to the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero, where I come to you every week from my studio in Dallas, Texas. You don't have enough hooks in the water, and you have no idea how much it's costing you. But I'm telling you, it's costing you thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or maybe millions of dollars. I'm going to give you a perfect example. I'm going to give you a billion-dollar example of what I'm talking about. And then I'm going to help you figure out exactly how you can put more hooks in the water of your life. Now listen, I was in Los Angeles last week. Hardcore trip, took the red eye back, blah, 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 blah. But what I was there for was I was in meetings with a private equity firm looking to buy out an electric truck manufacturing company. And the private equity firm brought me in as the commercial fleet vehicle expert which I'm not afraid to say I am. That was smart of those private equity guys to do that. But what was bizarre was the question I asked that I think told the whole story. I didn't need to be a commercial truck expert. I didn't need to be a private equity guy. I just needed to have half a brain in my head. So the manufacturer of the trucks is Chinese-based, but there's a U.S. distributor. And as we went through the meetings, it was late, guys. I'm talking like 10, 11 o'clock at night, L.A. time. Everybody was tired. We were all worn out. We had to jump on a red eye back to Dallas. We were literally in L.A. for like four hours total. Everybody was tired. And as the distributor was talking about their order chain, their sales process, I just kept asking myself this one question. Well, how many units did you sell in the first quarter of 2018? I was asking myself that question. How many orders? And let me tell you something. Have you ever been thinking about something and then somebody else asks the question that you were thinking and they get looked like like the like the brain surgeon in the room, like the superstar, like the the you know the smartest guy in the room? And you're like, damn, I had that question in my head, but I just didn't ask it. I've learned to start to ask those questions. The questions that I think may be too simple or not smart enough or not educated enough, I've learned that I should be asking those questions because They probably are smart enough or educated enough. Maybe they're not researched enough, but I shouldn't be afraid of those questions. And you shouldn't be afraid of those questions too. If that question's percolating in your brain and nobody's asking it, you might want to be the one asking that question. So as we're wrapping up the meeting, I say, I just got a question. How many units did you sell in the first quarter of 2018? The guy looks at me and goes, what are you talking about? And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, did I just ask one of those questions that I was thinking about in my head and I shouldn't ask because now I just look like a dumb shit? But I didn't stop. I said, okay, let me ask it a different way. How many trucks did you deliver to clients in the first quarter? He says, none. He says, we're not focused on sales. Not focused on sales. You're a truck manufacturer. You sell trucks. You, you got to deliver trucks to keep the factory going. I mean, you see what I'm saying here, guys? Like, it's not private equity smarts. It's like simple business. Burning cash must replace cash with orders from customers, exchange of dollars. It's a very fair question. Only to find out that they are putting all their eggs in one large customer's basket. Okay. It's not how I roll. I like a lot of hooks in the water. 
So here's what I'm going to explain on today's podcast. I want you to visualize you and three of your buddies as a group of four. You're going down to Key West, Florida, and you're going to stay. You're going to, you're actually going to go to, um, you're going to go to the Florida Keys and you're going to stay at the Chica Lodge. Now I never actually have been to the Chica Lodge one time, but I never rented a fishing boat. I don't really like renting those fishing boats. I get real seasick. Like my stomach turns very quickly on those boats. I know a lot of guys like going deep sea fishing. I don't really like going deep sea fishing. But, Billy, you're shaking your head like you don't like it either? Dude, I hate it, man. I mean, like my stomach immediately gets to turning. I, let me digress real quick. One time, Rocky and I, um, we weren't even married at the time. We were just dating. It was actually my 30th birthday. She takes me to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico on a little birthday getaway. It was so cool because Rocky was cutting hair at that time. She was a hairdresser. And, you know, she really had to squirrel away the nickels, man, to make that trip happen, you know? And it was awesome. And so we're out and about one night, and I didn't have two nickels to rub together, but I sure as hell wanted to act like I did. And we walked into this place, and they said, you know, rent the charter boat and all that stuff. I said, all right, here's what I'm going to do to, to say thanks to Rocky. We're going to rent a boat. And I said to the guy, I want the big boat, and I want sandwiches in the cooler, and I want us, just the two of us on the boat. And the guy's like, sure, no problem. And he says, I can do it like Wednesday, and let's say it was Sunday. He gives me a little receipt. He tells me the marina to meet him at. And I say to Rocky on that Wednesday morning, let's go, honey. we got to get up early. We walk down to the marina, and wouldn't you know it, some guy there is like, um, uh, hey, you here for your boat? And I'm like, my street smart's kicking in. I'm like, man, you don't look like the guy that I just was talking to that I ordered this boat from. You don't look like the guy that's going to deliver me that experience. And I say, no. And he goes, hey, hey, you're here with Alex, right? And that was the guy that I booked the tour with. And I go, yeah, now, okay, you must be my guy, right? And so he walks us down the boat. The, down the dock and he sends us to the boat and I'm like dude this is not the boat I ordered this is not this little shit box is not what me and Alex had talked about and I'm as I'm saying this I'm watching all these boats start to leave the the the, the um, marina and start to go out fishing and I'm like man is, did he screw me on this is this really how it played out anyway I get on the doggone boat and the guy says um that'll be like 200 bucks and I'm like, wait a minute, man. First off, it was supposed to be more than that. I already paid half the deposit to the guy at the place, and the other half was a lot more than 200 bucks. So something doesn't seem right here. But I'm watching these boats leave the harbor. I'm there with my Rocky, man. I'm like, all right, I give the guy the 200 bucks. Next thing you know, we start cruising out, and um, the little fishing boat comes up and says, uh, uh, hey, you want the bait, right? And the, guy, the captain goes, yeah, we need the bait. He's like, you got to pay these guys for the bait. I'm like, pay the, it was an all-inclusive deal. I just booked with Alex, man. I just, first off, I ain't on the boat. Where's the sandwiches? And now I got to buy the bait? I end up buying the bait. Next thing I know, a little boat comes over. I got to buy the ice for the coolers. I'm like, man, I got completely hosed in Cabo. I watched these guys pin it. And these guys are flooring our boat, and these big, huge Hatteras yachts are flying by us, man. I'm like, damn, that was supposed to be my boat. Wait till I see this guy, Alex. I'm going to kick his ass tonight. And uh, we go out there way out, man. I'm watching all these guys catching fish. They're raising the flags like of all these different fish that they're catching. We're not catching anything. I'm starting to get seasick. Rocky's getting some sun. She's doing all right. It's about noon. I'm like, I got to get off this freaking boat, man. These guys are catching fish all around us. I haven't caught shit. I got screwed over by Alex. This wasn't the experience I expected. And I said, honest to God, I remember it like it was yesterday. I said, God, if you want us to catch a fish, 
Now would be the time to let us catch that fish. No second after I said that, hit on the hook. We, the guy says, we got one on. We reel in the fish. It's a big marlin. I don't know, maybe 200 pounds, something like that. The guy hits it with a bat, drags it onto the boat. I said, turn this son bitch around. Let's go back to the dock. That's it. Our fish trips over. We caught the one freaking bite we got after I said my prayer to God. We caught the damn fish. I said, take it back. Guy's like, you want to fillet it up? I'm like, I don't give a shit. All I want is one picture with that fish, and we're out of here. That night, I go to the back to town in Cabo, and I walk right into that guy Alex's shop. And there he is looking at me. He's like, where the hell were you, man? He's like, I had your boat all dialed in for you. What, what happened to you? I'm like, what happened to me? I was at the place, man. I, I went on the boat. We ended up catching one fish. It wasn't the experience you're talking about. He's like, dude, I was there with the boat waiting for you. I had the bait. I had the cooler stocked. I had the sandwiches. I had everything you asked for. We were ready for you. Where the hell were you? And then he pulls out the receipt. And wouldn't you know it, he wrote the name of the, the dock that I was supposed to be at, which is where I went, but not the entrance. And I went to the wrong entrance, and those guys knew. They probably took one look at me and said, this guy probably booked with Alex. He probably booked a big one. He's probably got some cash on him. Let's throw Alex's name out. And I bought it hook, line, and sinker, man. And I got screwed. But we did catch the fish, and I got the picture. Let me get back to my story. What a digression, huh, Billy? I want you to visualize you're down there, and you're on the boat, the good boat, not the bad boat. And you're cruising out to catch with your buddies. You got coolers of beer, sandwiches, all that sort of stuff. The guys are setting hooks. And what are they doing? There's four guys on the boat. But what are they doing? They're probably setting 16 hooks. They got lines off the back of the boat, off the side of the boat. They got them going low. They got them high. They got lots of hooks in the water. And that's the problem with your career or your business or your money situation. You don't have enough hooks in the freaking water, man. Let's just break it down on a few different things. Let's talk about relationships for a second, right? You want to go find yourself a wife. You're like tired of being single. You want to go, but what are you at? What do you do? Dude, you play video games. There ain't no girls walking, knocking on your door, man, in your apartment. Just because you're playing video games. You got to get out. You got to set hooks. What do you got to do? You got to sign up, play on the flag football team. Maybe you meet one of your teammates' sisters. That's how you get connected, right? You got to go to some bars, man. You got to go to some clubs. You got to go to some activities in which there are other like-minded people there. That's how you find that wife that you're looking for. You ain't going to find her sitting in your apartment playing video games. You got to get out into the game. How do you go and find clients? See, you're relying on just a few clients like that big uh, truck manufacturer that I'm talking about. They're banking on one customer to make their year. And I never bank on one customer. Our largest customer in this office is 6% of our total revenue. That's about as much as I want. I want lots of hooks in the water when it comes to clients. You got to do the same thing. You might be a printer and your only client is Toys R Us. And you do all the store promotional stuff for Toys R Us. Well, life just got a little bit rough for you, my friend. You should have been selling to all kinds of retail stores and all kinds of different toy stores and car dealerships and all kinds of different customers. Let's talk about staff or hiring. Dude, you don't have enough ads posted for staff. You got ads on Craigslist, man. You need ads on Indeed and Monster. You need to be doing hiring expos. You need to be going to trade shows. You need to be posting on the colleges. You need to be posting in the newspapers or the rag tags and on Craigslist. You need more hooks in the water. Let's talk about your money situation you're investing. You're only invested in, in conservative mutual funds. And that's not a good 
long-term investment strategy for most people. Everybody thinks it is, but if you're just now starting to put your money to work in conservative mutual funds, the odds are the market is going to go down, y'all. The odds are the market is going to take a turn to the negative. You need other types of investments. You need other streams of revenue. And lastly, on the skills side, and you don't read, you don't watch, and you don't listen enough. Your skill set development has slowed. You need more hooks in the water. You need to be listening to more people, reading more people, watching more people, talking to more people, meeting more people, entertaining more people, breaking bread with more people to develop those skills. I hope I get my point across. Most people don't have enough hooks in the water, period. Whether they're salespeople, whether they're looking for relationships, whether they're trying to fix their money situation, whether they're hire, trying to hire staff, or whether they're just trying to doggone improve and get better. You need more hooks in the water. Put more hooks in the water. Make more calls. Do more advertising. Now, let me tell you something about hooks. You know, on that back on that boat out of Key West with all your buddies, what are those, those crew guys doing all the time? They're checking those hooks, man. Is my bait still alive? Man, you got to check your hooks all the time. you got to work this network that you're creating. you got to work these hooks that are in the water because your bait might be dead, man. You know what I mean by that? It means your contact that you hadn't spoken to in three months might have gotten fired. He or she may be long gone and you don't even know it because you ain't checking your hooks. You ain't checking to see if the bait's alive. you got to work it. That's the message on today's quick riff. Put more hooks in the water. I'll see you down the road. That's our episode this week with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.